I would like to invite you to take a moment, this present moment, wherever you find yourself, taking the opportunity, the grace, and the space to be present in your body, watching your heart rate slow down, witnessing the thoughts become softer, and allowing your emotional heart to expand, to become open, breathing in and breathing out, I invite you to consider your ancestors, your lineage, people that have walked before you. And as you do so, simply taking a breath in and a breath out, and allowing a person or people to come towards you, to arise in your awareness, and to simply be acknowledged. Breathing in and breathing out, examining what it's doing to your body, recognizing the stories that are coming to your attention, and checking in with the emotional heart as you recognize this person or people. Breathing in and breathing out. Now simultaneously leaning to the future, to descendants, be it familial, generational, communal, imagining, witnessing, and recognizing all the people that will come after us. Breathing in and breathing out, offering you the conduit, the space that you are between your ancestors and your descendants. And allowing it all to feel to be recognized, and to be present with. Breathing in and breathing out, taking this moment to acknowledge that you are the bridge between two worlds. And as you do so, paying gratitude, paying grace, and paying compassionate love to yourself as you witness the people before you, and the people that will come after you. And with one final breath in and one final breath out, taking this opportunity to ground yourself, coming back into your body, allowing the stories to settle, and bearing witness to your emotional heart. Hi, it's Ryan. Welcome to your weekly dose of The Psychedelic Psychologist where I invite my guests to share stories about their psychedelic experiences. We cover a variety of topics, from overcoming addiction and severe depression to finding wholeness and spiritual emergence. Today you're going to hear from one of my guests, someone who I have a deep respect for and have a history of working with and revisiting with Emma. I'm deeply honored. Emma, welcome. 
How are you feeling coming in? What's the emotion? I'm like had a pretty good day. Phil was feeling a little nervous just to like, you know, be like in a dialogue like this, but also very excited because it's one of my favorite subjects to talk about. Isn't it lovely? It's that anticipation of talking about something that has so much heartfelt meaning to you. When you think about this medicine work, what comes to your attention right now? I think even just like listening through your meditation and and working with the medicine, I think the first thing that comes to mind is connection. And I think that's what led me to it is, is that desire for connection and what that the value that it adds to my life. And so that's the first thing that would come up for me. Can we unpack that a little bit? Because I too find so much appreciation for connection. What does connection mean to you and how do you see it unfolding in your life today? Sure. I think that's a great question. And like, there's so much to say about it, but I, I know what motivated me to explore the world of medicine like this is I felt disconnected from a community and you know I grew up very religious and then when I realized that's not for me it's I didn't realize that I was losing so many connections and when I felt like I was in a rut I I really examined what it was about about feeling down and depressed or anxious and it really is like not being able to relate to other people or myself yeah that's beautiful wisdom though because what I'm hearing from you and how I translate this is this idea of relating not only to other people, but to myself. And that's really the catalyst of medicine work is forcing us to look at ourselves, come to peace with ourselves, but also then appreciating without judgment and honoring others as we walk the path on this planet. Yeah, definitely. I think that's really important. Like just following like what can you honor in your life and like what makes sense for you versus like what make sense for other people and grow up like honoring what we see in our environment and then at some point you're like oh this I'm going to take this and I'm going to leave this and that could be a really tricky time and I think the medicine has helped me personally with that like oh my gosh so much yeah so much and it gets me excited to hear you say something such as what do I need to leave and what do I need to continue to hold with me because often the psychedelic medicines There's an assumption that we're just supposed to eradicate who we are and start anew. But what I like about what you're saying is, no, there's a large part of medicine work that reminds you of how important something is to you. Yeah, definitely. I think that was like one of my biggest fears of like doing any type of like psychedelic work is that you hear often of like people having like ego death and completely annihilating like their version of who they are it, at least that's how in, I interpreted it I know it can mean like several things to different people but I like started getting this idea that you have to like completely annihilate who you are in order to feel better and that was like terrifying and I was like oh man okay I guess if I have to do this I'll, I'll do it because I, I needed a change I wanted something I wanted to feel what people felt when they felt larger than themselves or connected to this universe and again like going back to connection and and I, I craved it and I thought oh man you really have to annihilate yourself in order to like get to that and freaked me out but that's how desperate I was to feel that connection and then like eventually realizing in my journey especially more recently that that's not really the case you don't have to eliminate who you are to feel that connection 
That's such a breath of fresh air. And leading into what you're speaking about recently in the last couple of weeks or so, you've had a wonderful experience. Can you paint mm -hmm. a picture of what you're walking with today or share what the experience provided you? Yeah, I like this last experience was wonderful because I feel like I finally understood what what people were talking about in terms of being in awe and feeling like there's a greater world out there that I might not be able to understand. In the past, I think when I've had experiences with medicine, with psychedelics, it's been a little different. But this time, I know that I connected more with my like with my family, which I wasn't even trying to like, I was like, I already dealt with, with that part in my life. Like I already, that's already, I've talked about them so much in therapy. Like I don't need to deal with them anymore. And then all of a sudden, like that's what the medicine was pulling me to. And, and then after just like giving into that, it was just one of the, one of the best experiences for me. Yeah. And by giving into it, so to speak, what happened? Was there a sense of surrendering or a sense of curiosity of sorts that provided you then more space to honor your family or the people that came into your experience? Uh, definitely just surrendered to something like just, just a memory like first. And then I think I was wearing a piece of jewelry that reminded me of my grandma and and, and she was someone that I didn't really think, I didn't think that she had an effect on my life. I didn't realize that I was like grieving her loss without actually like grieving her loss. I don't know if that makes sense, but during to that loss and that pain that I didn't even know like was affecting me. I just, I feel like a pretty self-aware person. <laughs> like I, I draw my best to be. So that's why when it came up in my journey and it kept, I think I spent like hours on it, like it just kept coming up and up. It, like I wanted to talk about it and I, I didn't realize why until like I, I went into it. And then I even, when I, especially when I started journaling, that's when all of the grief came out and I realized, wow, this lady has been, you know, in my life since I was born and has played such a critical role in my upbringing and really like able to like understand like who she was at a deeper level and why that loss affected me so much yeah and emma you're bringing up a super imperative and i think a uh, strong component to the integration process after the experience often there's so many people that will say oh i felt that grief within the medicine session or it felt so strong but what you're really addressing i appreciate is as you let it kind of unfold and do more space and provided it more energy, you sound like you realized the magnitude of the grief as you were yes. sober. And yeah, tell me more about that experience. Yeah, that's why it's, it's wild. And like, you know, you have a certain experience and you really can't put it into words at that time. And you're not really supposed to like, especially me, like I'm, I'm a talker and I like to intellectualize things and I want to find meaning. And so for me to like, uh, not know right away what's happening is really difficult. I want to know exactly what my mind is going through and what what my experience is, how my experience or why my experience is unfolding the way it does. But the important aspect, I think, if anyone does want to like go into this medicine, is is what it, it the integration matters so much because that's where I like 
got my gents run. That's where I had like this experience in the beginning. It was like difficult. There was definitely difficult moments to it. And then it led me to something so beautiful. I, I still can't put that, that part into words. And after actually sitting and writing and, and thinking about it and letting all the feelings in is when you start to make the connection of like why your ancestors matter, like why the familial relationships matter to like feeling whole and connected and where you want to be as much as you want to leave them behind. And, and so many times I would love to just push the turn off button and disconnect from them. But like it really hit me and why you, why it was important for me to face face those connections. It means a tremendous amount of who we identify with as a human being too, is if we discount our ancestors or the lineage that we have chosen at some level or have been given, it really, I think, defeats or negates who we are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And tell yeah. me a little bit about that, that point, knowing that you shared with me so beautifully that you're a talker and you intellectualize things. What's the emotion that comes up when you're without words? What happens to someone in a position that doesn't have words or a why? What, what do you do with that? Uh, it's like, if I don't have words, like in, in terms of like, the, in the, the, the intellect, yeah, the intellectualizing. Yeah. What, what, what did you end up recognizing you needed to do when words became in, inappropriate or unnecessary or even unattainable? Oh, just like really feel into the experience and just allow, allow it. And I think the, I think like what's really helpful in that is the music that's playing. I think I just like when I let, let the music take not control, but like let it guide me, it, I could really just like stop intellectualizing and like just go on this journey that I, I really cannot describe to, to you in words right now. Because no, I love it. It's you just can't. It's it's it, it can lead you to some just profound beauty. That's where I laugh about myself and even attempting to do what we're doing is the words become meaningless because the embodied experience is so priceless. But then it's like you you don't have the words, but yeah, it is priceless, but you know it. You know this feeling and this is what motivated you to do this, right? And you you for anything that you're passionate about and and a lot of people like pick jobs or like go into school or or move from cities and they don't know what's at the end, but they have like this gut feeling that it's it's something good. And that's I think that's the best I could say in terms of word that like I, I knew this it was worth like doing this. I just didn't know why. And towards the end, it was like, oh, this is it. Like this is what what I was searching for. And share with me your embodied experience today. Are you still swimming in that? Are you still have that knowing, as you said so eloquently, this understanding within why you're doing this work and why you're on this healing spiritual journey? That's a really good question. Um, just because, like, when you when you go back to your life, your life, and in in you know, at work and family and friends and all of that hits, and it's really it's really easy to just get distracted from what what you're learning from the experience like what you experienced and I found myself doing like losing like what I thought I learned until I take a pause and go back into like what you know like just just finding stillness and then just going back into like that wholeness and that that connection 
I love that stillness too, because I think it, it shines a light on, it doesn't have to be hours. It doesn't have to be regurgitating or turning this uh, psychedelic experience into a dissertation or a book or some tomb of information. But what you just said is momentary stillness to remind yeah. you. Yeah. I think that's a, a challenge for me because I'm like, go all in or nothing sometimes. And so like, it, and, and, and you're, hundred percent on point it doesn't have to be extensive journaling and med like meditating for a week or two continuously after it really is just about having like that embedded in your in your daily life and it's going to be good for you long term regardless of like having a, a, a session or not share with me a little bit of what you do when you come up against is this real or not right i know often for myself included I, I start to question and I start to examine what is this? Was it real? Did this happen? Am I appropriately examining something that I should be? How do you discern um, working with something? And when is it appropriate to just accept something? Yeah, that's definitely something that's been challenging for me since I've returned. Because like the magnitude of of the experience can be jarring and it's different. It's it's the feeling is different. Like not a lot of people you know have gone through it. It's you know this is like pretty unique work. I think I think it's like really meaningful work, and I think it's gonna help a lot of people. But it's hard to like talk to other people about it and say like I feel ungrounded because I felt like I was in a different world and it was a beautiful world, but now I'm in this real world and it feels just like what was real and what wasn't. And uh, it's just like that ability to be like, I can touch my body and I'm here. And then like, or even just like watching like funny shows on TV has been like helpful and like laughing and like just calming down. And I'm like, oh, I, I can laugh and I can, I can be here in this moment and I can like sit. And again, just goes back to like that stillness, not being like overstimulated. Um, and, and connecting back to the, like the, the experience to know like that was something that happened in my session and now I'm here and 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 I'm able to like contemplate it and yeah I hear this as in one foot being in process and taking it seriously but having one foot out of process and knowing that reality needs to have some lightheartedness it's okay and I I'm a mm -hmm. huge endorser in watching mindless TV to ground touching one's body to remind ourselves that we are embodied and not having to carry, to be paradoxical now, this torch of integration 24 hours a day where there's actually a place to go, okay, that happened and I don't need to be mining the existential story that it provided me. I can really still embody and be aware of the presence of living this experience. Yeah, it's really, it just goes back to like what can get you back into this moment because that's where you can find like for like the most peace, at least for me. And I, I know that like it's it's just, I think the medicine really helped me just give an example of like this is what it feels like to be here and now. This is what it feels like to quiet your thoughts. And so I, I love that I can actually go back to that feeling. You know, it's like, whether what was real or not, it doesn't even matter because I know I can just like, I know what it feel, felt like to be in the present moment. And that was really hard for me because my thoughts are always running. My thoughts are always 
trying to like take control. And now it's like, instead of control, I can just discern the moments of like having a lot of thoughts into like just being in the moment, whether it's from like mindless TV or, you know, just. Yeah. Or intense work or yeah, Mm -hmm. taking a walk. It's beautiful. There's no, there's no separation when we're present. And I love the word that you used and I know it's important to you the consensual discernment, right? You get consent and you get the discernment of it. Yes, exactly. And I think it's like, I think the differentiating control versus discernment, it was really important about like, I want to control everything that happens to me. Um, But like being able to watch your experience and kind of pick and choose like where you want to go with it was just such a key key um aspect of me like getting the most out of my my session what are you doing um to recognize yourself in gentleness you know i love that word and Mm -hmm. i'm going to ask you what are you walking how are you walking and what do you notice regarding gentleness with yourself you know that was one of the best things I think that came from the experience is that like, I don't know, I know I've done a lot of work going into it. So I don't want to just like dismiss that like I've been practicing like on a daily basis, like of, you know, doing like a, even like a 10 minute meditation in the morning or, or doing a guided meditation before I go to bed. Like, but really the experience just taught me how to be gentle. And it was that teaching that, that, that lesson i i hope i'm i'm doing some justice in in explaining this but like the gentleness right now feels natural like i'm not going out of my way to do the gentleness it's not like a goal it's not a goal on my list and that like is wild to me it really this really is like such a powerful tool to help you because it felt like oh i was i was just given this lesson on how to be gentle with myself which is the opposite of what I thought psychedelics is supposed to be. So it's really nice to know that, you know, also there, there are differences amongst the psychedelics. So, it, but my session in particular helped me be gentle and it was just a lesson. And now it feels just natural to like think that way, to be kinder. Yeah, to be kinder to oneself and allow it to settle in. Mm-hmm. It's a profound gratitude I have for you. And I am deeply honored to walk next to you in your healing path. Thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate that a lot.